Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Oh. Everyone relax. Oh. This is Topop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I thought I was waiting to hear something. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah, – I'm Will Anderson. Thank you. <laughs> Hello and thank you for watching. But I thought I was waiting to – yes. Yeah, I well, was, that's – we're sitting here with headphones on and our producer is yes. in a control room and he says, hey, I'm going to – did you yeah, say okay, I'm going to well, do something? Let's paint the picture. Okay. So we're in the, we're in the studio together. Yeah. The Listener Studio. The Listener Studio in Sydney. Yeah, we've sold out, man. <laughs> Completely corporatized. We sold out ages ago. Yeah. We just haven't taken advantage of any of the things that come with selling out, like being able <laughs> to move into point. the nicer place. Yeah. <laughs> Professional <laughs> equipment, studio, yeah. video boards. That's right. Us. We invested in a house and then we've still been living at home. It yeah. makes no sense at all. And to the point, this is how little it makes sense. We decided we would do these full-length Patreon episodes as a bonus for our loyalist yeah. and loveliest of all uh, listeners. And we decided, yes, that we do full episodes and we would do them in person. Yeah, This is how little we took advantage of the fact that there is a studio purpose built for this <laughs> <laughs> in Sydney. You flew from the Northern Rivers down to Sydney to come to an Airbnb I'm staying at for us to huddle in the corner of this of your Airbnb, noisy. noisy and worried about making too much noise for the, the neighbours situation when there was a perfectly good yeah. studio, radio studio, podcast but, studio. But does that make us like adorably... Um, Incompetent? Naive. No, like, you know, Crocodile Dundee, uh, you know, washes his clothes in the, in the bathtub. The yeah. <laughs> like, we record that clunky episode over mm. your kitchen table in your Airbnb. Yep. And then Mike the Third's like, hey, uh, next time, you, I love the idea. Yeah. yeah. definitely you should do some in-person Patreon bonuses. But next time, why don't you come to mm. the purpose-built studio where I can make sure it sounds good and stuff. Yeah, it's actually closer to the airport than... Will's place. <laughs> but does it make it more endearing that we're like, no, we, we do it our way. Like, you know, Bill Murray doesn't have an agent, mm. uh, doesn't even have a mobile phone. Yeah. I believe you just leave a message for him mm. on voicemail and that's how you get him involved in a project. There's a lot of things you hear about Bill Murray. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, even the good stuff is weird stuff. Like those, you know, that uh, urban myth or not urban myth about him just like rocking up into people's photos and going... No one will ever believe this, yeah. you know, or like or singing at someone's yeah, wedding or whatever. no one will ever believe this. What the irony being, if you do that enough times, people absolutely, yeah. but like every time people see Bill Murray, they're like, what's he up to now? Probably about to do one of his wacky, you won't believe this pranks. <laughs> Did you say, well, um, Will Ferrell, uh, was DJing at his son's frat party. At Will Ferrell's son? Or Will Bill Ferrell's Murray's? son is yeah, in a okay. frat, yeah. his college All age. Right. And it was just like a viral video that went around. That was like a frat party in a frat house with like shirtless guys with, you know, backwards baseball caps. Is Will Ferrell doing Frank the Tank? Is it like, like, is he actually doing his character from old school? There wasn't enough thing? video to oh. determine that. It was literally like 30 seconds. I mean, seconds because if you him. get Will Ferrell down to a frat party. Yeah. You got to get him to Old do school style. Yeah. But is that Frank a bit the on tank. the nose? Like if your son, like, okay, mm -hmm. so obviously his son's in the frat. Yeah. 
And so you've already bought in. Yeah. Karl Marx. What do you mean? Frank the Tank. Well, you're in the sorority. Do you know what I mean? Like, or the, what's it called? The Alpha Beta Gamma. Whatever it's called. Yeah, Alpha okay. Beta Gamma. <laughs> I don't understand how any of that works. But no. my under, if you were rejecting the Alpha I, Betas, no, that's Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> I can't remember. Old, the old school fraternity. If you were trying to, um, reject that way of life, you wouldn't join up in the first place. So yeah. I'm saying if you're already in a frat, yeah. like getting your dad to come down and Be reprise his tank. iconic character from like old school. Because I, I mean, otherwise don't get him down is what I'm saying. Really? Like if you get but him down and then he doesn't there. do like, I'd, Frank I, the Tank. I I never even sort of connected old school with that video. I just was like, oh, he's just a cool dad. He's uh, just a dad who's come to his son's frat. And yeah, but I, I, even, even if that is true, if like if he's associated with that role, mm -hmm. like you can't help but go, is he gonna do it though? Because like we're here at a frat party, and he was like in a movie that was based around a frat, and he had yeah. this iconic character, like the Frank the Tank character, that was like, like a funnels. And, yeah, right. Like, yeah. is there not? Some don't you want him to like? It's nice to have the guy question. who played, you know, yeah, Chewbacca like, at your party. Okay, but if he's not like going to do the noise, like at some stage you want him to do the noise. All right, how about this? How about there is a charity or a pickup basketball <clears throat> uh -huh. game happening for charity, right? Yeah, in in LA, and you got Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson there with their their sons mm -hmm. are playing. Yeah, like, and then they get up and they're playing basketball. You know, they're just warming yeah. up with their sons. Is there an expectation that they have to do something together? Yes. Beyond the They've, they've got to do a white man can't jump. Do you? Yeah. And the great thing is white men still can't jump. <laughs> the older they get, <laughs> the less, the less their capacity is. to jump is. Like, he literally cannot jump now. Well, that would be the... Oh, they made, they yeah. remade it, didn't they? Yeah. They didn't need with to that, remake it. They should have just, like... White it, men still can't jump. Yeah. Really can't jump yeah. this time. <laughs> Seriously, they cannot jump. They're really old. The black guy can't jump now either. Who was in that? It was that rapper guy, Jack Harlow. Oh, really? Yes. Was he the white man who couldn't jump? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. he played the white guy because it would be really problematic <laughs> if he played the Wesley Snipes yeah, character. Jack Harlow? Oh, did you not see <laughs> the white man Big can't jump? Big fan of Al Jolson, it yeah. turns out. Wow. <laughs> in fact, he wanted to do it as a musical and it was, he's a rapper, so you can understand the instincts, but it was really miscalculated. It was a spoken word musical of white man can't jump with Jack Harlow playing the Wesley Snipes <laughs> <laughs> Turned up to the first table read yeah. even. <laughs> Hello, Mahani. Hello, my baby. Because he did it method as well. Yeah. So he lived, <laughs> he lived as the character and made everybody address him as the character. And he said, like, well, it's fine for Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm. Anyway, the point being, we're in a studio together. Yep. And uh, Mike, Mike overwhelmed us with stuff. Like, we, we're already adjusting to the fact that We've we sound got, amazing. We sound amazing. <laughs> like, this is the I best think this we're... podcast is going to be so much better now because, yeah. like, listen to it. I know. It's like we've got uh, this kind of, like, timber to our voice. Yes. It's also high ends and it just sounds good. Is, it, is there a chance that we've always sounded better than, like, we, is... We've allowed ourselves to sound. Yes. Like, is this, is how, is this how we're yeah. meant to sound? You're right. Because or, we've never given ourselves right? a chance, have we? <laughs> like, from the start. Like, it's amazing that we have lasted this long and come as right. far as we have with absolutely no technical prowess or support. 
I mean, Hamish and Andy are geniuses, but what I will say about Hamish and Andy is also is there's no homemade Hamish and Andy, right? That's right. They didn't do like three episodes without speaking into the wrong end of a microphone yeah. or losing Hamish episodes. and Andy don't have to say, start with the new episodes and go backwards <laughs> and then stop listening when you feel uncomfortable. Like we- We could have done this from the start. Listen to this. I know. It's great. It's voice. This is like what I say I want to do voiceovers. It's so much better. Like I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. I only want to do Patreon episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was thinking that. It's like, if this goes really well, yeah. maybe we just like, I just book in. and Patreon, we just, Patreon only podcast. Well, not Patreon only, but we just like, we book in, we bulk record and I just yeah. like come down more and we just do it <clears throat> like this so you can hear the phlegm in my throat. I mean, throat. this Did is you? honestly the nicest place I've been in like two months. <laughs> <laughs> you start sleeping in the studio. That's amazing. Like you bring the studio down to your yeah. level in the end. Bring What's the dogs so... in, make it noisy. It's so... Can you get your neighbour from your old place to oh come in and just like start yeah, leaf-blowing? Leaf-blowing, just for old times. So. Yeah. It's like you've been institutionalised. This is too clean. It's just uh, the, the no, sound. We, 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 pa- we parasite this place. Yeah. So... It's like Abby Chatfield's refusing to do this show. Apparently Will and Charlie are hiding under the table. Oh, that sounded weirder than I meant. Um... <laughs> Are you answering for me now? You were no. my inner monologue? Well, no, because you didn't mean it like that. No. And I realized it was only my reaction, right? Yes. So halfway through me saying, that's it, I was going to put it on you. Yeah. And then I realized from the look on your face that you hadn't- No, I was being innocent. Yeah, you were being really innocent. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? You, you know what, Will? That was your thought yeah. that made that weird. Yeah. Turn this back on yourself. I like that, but you did it yeah. mid-sentence. Mid mid, yeah, I did. I corrected. <laughs> they say it can't be done, but I did it. It didn't sound perfect, but it, it, it actually more summed up what I was trying to say. So yeah. we're in a studio, a beautiful yep. studio, and just as uh, we were about to start, uh, Mike says, I've got something for you. Yeah. And he's been one of the most amazing things about this studio is that Mike is outside of the studio that we are separated by a wall and glass and he can speak to us perfectly in our yeah. in our headphones. And so just before we're about to start, he said, I've got something for you. Yeah. And because we both have headphones on and because this is a podcast, he said, well, you know, you'll know what it is and you'll be able to react to it. And the two of us just listened. listened. And we're very like compliant, I yes. thought. We didn't make uh-huh. any jokes. No, it's true. We waited, we waited. And no sound came to their headphones. But what mm. did come up was this beautiful new artwork we have for our brand new channel, Very One Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know this was sent around earlier and we probably approved it, but I see it now on the big screen. I'm like, is our podcast channel called Very One Relax? <laughs> I mean, you're seeing that, right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like when you really look, the longer you look at it, the more it looks like very one relax. (laughs) I mean, I love Foz and I would never question his artistic choices. (laughs) That looks like we, our new, our new channel and the opening to the show. Maybe we just changed the opening to the show to very one relax. (laughs) This is so far. You really need to see the uh, vision of this uh, Patreon there episode is. to get the gag. <laughs> uh, look, I, <laughs> because the, you know, surrounding is the E, right? Like, yeah. yeah, there is the, it's the feel of the E at the start. It's a big arrow. 
Yes. And it makes complete, the E is the arrow, right? Around yeah. very one relax. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But when it is big like that and I just turned around and you said very one relax, <laughs> I was like, actually it does. It does kind of, <laughs> now I shouldn't have mocked those ham mass people <laughs> because we... <laughs> We, we, our logo yeah. is confusing. I, I, no, I, uh, yeah, we might have to retool that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know when, and when sign off was. Oh but, um, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of those things that like when you see it big. Yeah. You're like, that is that, do we, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I know. I, I wonder, I don't know. Hey, I'm going to just. Okay, Charlie went further away. Yeah, it's definitely, take your headphones off and go to the back of the room and look at it. I okay. promise you, just roll back right. in your chair. So Will's going back in his chair now. And don't you see, when you get a bit of distance, don't you think it looks like everyone relax? Yes. Because I looked at it in an email when Foz sent it through. Yes. Uh, and, but when you get closer, it looks like everyone relax. It's such a, it's like an optical illusion. It's so weird. Yeah, because the E is there. You yeah. can see it. From a distance. Right. Because well, we would have looked at it in the email. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great audio. <laughs> good thing we have cameras in our brand spanking new studio. I mean, it's fun. Like, it's good. I yeah. get it. But it, there is a particular point where you sit from it. It's like an eye test. Yeah. Where where we are right now, out the corner of our eye, it looks like very home relaxed. Yeah, because it's <laughs> whereas, the way it circles around. Yes. Whereas if you get back from it, the overall effect is, on first glance, you see everyone relax. But then it's one of those things when you said very well, relax, I couldn't see anything, but it was like the letters were coming out of the yeah, wall. That's like a magic eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Why didn't we get a, uh, we should yeah, have got a magic eye. Why didn't we overcomplicate eye. it at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you think it'd be a bonus though? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how uh, you do magic eye artwork. Like, I mean, how do you, like, I'm sure there's like some kind of layering or, or computer yeah. element, but that would be a good bonus, wouldn't? Like if we did, not maybe. A toe magic eye. Yeah. Yeah. With like all Fosdyke, oh. you know, like some of his classic art yeah. layered. Because uh -huh. we like a bit of, is it anachronistic? Is that the right thing? Something that's sort know. of out of time. When something doesn't fit. We okay. like, you know, we get like yep. stenographers and uh -huh. courtroom sketch artists and stuff like so that. So you think magic eye? Well, it's time to bring it back, right? Like I'm talking about a late 90s trend. Hypercolor's done. Yep. I feel like that came back and went away again. Uh -huh. I think. I don't yep. know. But um Magic Eye, we could mm -hmm. corner the market on Magic Eye because it'd be like, Iona would have no idea what Magic Eye is. It'd be a whole generation of, of kids who would be desperate for a bit is, of Magic why Eye. Why did Magic Eye go, go away? I think like, just people got bored of it. Is it? Is did you it ever, could you ever do it? Were you good Magic at it? Eye? Yeah. Yeah, man. I love the Magic Eye. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Smoke a bit of the devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like, Stare make up my own magic, magic eyes. eyes. I don't even need a magic eye. <laughs> just normal pictures became magic eyes. No, there was some trick, right? You didn't, you put your finger between your like I, eyes and mm. then like concentrate. I think what you used to do was you would concentrate on your finger and then you would like put your finger towards, like slowly towards your eyes and like keep looking in and in on it. Or I can't remember, I but there was, there was some trick to them. And I, as long as I did the trick, I could see the magic eyes. I always thought it was more, you, you hold it close and then you slowly you get further away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that is it. How do but I thought there was see? like maybe a hack or something. There was like a <laughs> way to get your eyes ready. 
Uh, how do you see a magic eye picture? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. This, uh, this It'd be great if it was like millions lost their eyes after <laughs> yeah. tragic magic eye accidents. Tragic eye, the headline comes up. Okay. So focus as though you're looking through through the image into the distance. All right. Very slowly move the image away from your face mm. until the two squares above the image turn into three squares. If you see four squares, move the f- image farther away from your face until you see three squares. They yeah. must be talking about a specific square. It's, but image. that's an alignment. No, the, you know, but that would also be the, the, oh, the being. Uh, how's this mm. on Reddit? Here's a useful trick for seeing a magic eye faster. Raise your index finger and hold it in front of your face about as far away as you would have the magic eye image. Now look past your finger. So you're right. Oh, so you, you just, go. you just change yeah. your focus. I reckon we should do that. I reckon that'd be a good, I mean, I don't know how, how, well, how expensive. Can you find out how to make a magic eye? Oh, how do they like make a magic eye? Like make they, a magic yeah. eye picture. Mm. Cause you think with technology. Like it'd be a thing that now that they'd just be. Oh, you can do it with AI. Yeah. Fuck, you're right. you're on it, mate. You know everything. You're the smartest guy I know. <laughs> like, oh. Look at you. You know how to see magic eye. You know how they make magic eye. What else? How does how does the world end? What's the future? Oh wow. Tell me. I should say. I have got a book of very prophetic <laughs> magic eyes. <laughs> okay, this is from uh, a site called Medium, I guess. Okay. Uh, 3D image with AI. If you're a child of the nineties, remember magic eye books, a series that featured intricate patterns that turned into three dimensional images. If you stayed that long enough, uh, they amaze, puzzle and delight us. An auto stereogram creates its amazing 3D effect with no special optical device or glasses required. Tom Batchy, a p- computer programmer and Cherry Smith, an artist invented this method to generate 3D images in 1991. Do you reckon they made money? Like, can you license a a method of creating art? I guess you could, if there yeah. was a specific. Probably. Yeah. I bet there would. <clears throat> could you though? Because it's not like mm. you can license like uh screen printing. You know like, what I love about this is like, we're about to wildly speculate on something we have absolutely <laughs> no information about. Like we don't even have, I don't even know what the right reference is to. I think originally. It's called auto stereogram. So the, like, say you came up with the auto stereogram, there would probably be some like confidential IP that you could trademark and that people might need to, but I think. Someone would reverse engineer. Exactly. It, right. Like that's in, eventually what happens. Yeah, right. You go Tesla, to, you go to China own, and there's yeah, the, that's right. the fake magic eye stores <laughs> everywhere. <right>. Yes. <laughs> to find them though, you've got to stare at the street and then slowly yeah. move back. <laughs> with advances in AI image generators, you can now create mm. your own stereogram on your computer with a little, I'll see, this is the problem though, because Foz is staunchly anti-AI. He will, I, I don't think he would let us do it. Magic AI. That's something. Oh, that's what we fucking call yeah. it. Tofop's magic AI. Magic AI. Magic AI. Um, do but, you, but we spell the um, I, E-Y-E again. So magic AI. Uh, uh, magic A-E-Y-E. Yeah. A? <laughs> no. Magic A? <laughs> okay. But, uh, back to AI. No, if we put a hyphen in there, yeah. magic AI. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. Tofop's magic AI, we copyright yeah. it until China rips us yeah, off. That's right. Until somebody, yeah, because we, we just proved how much we know about business law. So we should be fine trademarking that as all an idea. We, all we need to do is hit, like we, no. with those kind of inventions, yeah. like fidget spinners or any of those kind of like. Um, totally. Cabbage patch kits. Yeah. You just got to be first in the door and then it doesn't matter if there's a thousand imitators afterwards. You made your cash. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So we just need to, 
pump it out, but how do we make it like, are we just relying on nostalgia? Uh Because like, sure, the TOEFOP market, you know, specific market, but Mm. we want to make a shit ton of money. It's true. So can we do some deals with some other like brands or something like that? Taylor Swift. Yes, but she's going to want a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. Who have we got access to that we can Um, get? The dollop? Dave and, Dave and Gareth, do you want a I mean, 3D image? Of, well, I'm just thinking because Foz does artwork for yeah. them. So it's like, you know, not big enough. Sorry, no offense no, to Dave no, and Gareth. No, but no, we, want no. like, I mean, we want like Marvel. Selena Gomez. You, we need to find a, like a Fido Dido. <laughs> Fido Dido. A, a, like a, 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 we find an IP from the 80s. Dido. What about <laughs> the, the singer Dido? The singer Dido. Look, Dido, we give her a call. We say, look, we know your tea's gone cold, but we're about to heat it up with a bit of magic. A <laughs> ay. How did you get this number? Eminem gave it to us. Marshall? No, no, no. <laughs> Michael Morrison. We also call him Eminem. Uh, yeah, I reckon. So we find an I like, like. So what are some big '80s dead IPs like Alf? Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the only two things that come out of the eighties. Alf. <laughs> I mean, I always think that Alf is due a, a comeback, a proper comeback, and yeah. I don't mean a remake of the TV series Alf. I mean Alf nostalgia. Oh. Re- yeah, I mean Alf Stewart from Home and Away. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we can get access to Alf Stewart. So I, I can get. I can get to Ray. Well, I mean that. No, I think. The television program Elf. I know we've explored it before ourselves, but I think that the there is, I I don't know. It feels to me like there could be a real hipster kind of yeah. Well, whatever the next generation version of hipster okay connection so, to the TV show Elf. Yeah. So so I, yeah, you're right. We're probably we're not appealing to Gen X. I think are no. we? We're appealing to millennials. So they love what Harry Potter. Mikey, oh, he's not there. Mikey, there. Mike. Oh, he, yeah, he's there. What generation are you? You are, are you are you a millennial? Are you a millennial? Uh yes. <laughs> clearly, he was so great with technology. <laughs> he's clearly a millennial. So, what are you? What are your pop culture touchstones? Like Harry Potter. What else? Uh, I would say po- uh, Pokemon. Mighty Ducks original. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Okay, that's my. I don't think we're going to get between. Disney. I don't think we're going to get Disney. What about like, uh, mm. what else did you like? Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah, on Poke- po- Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. was there. Oh yeah, Pokemon. I, still, I think that's still too big. Yeah, I think so too. Give us, an, what's a more obscure, yeah. what's something that like isn't around anymore that you were into? Isn't around anymore. What did you play? Yeah. What did you play? What did uh, you watch? Well, it was the pop punk sort of thing. Like a Blink-182 magic eye. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. Some 41 magic eye. <laughs> Is that what we're thinking? As sons of summer, yeah. magic eye. Well, I have I have two two brothers. One seven years older. One seven years younger. Uh, the generation, uh, is, in my understanding, is every seven years. Yeah, and I feel okay. like Blink One Eight Two. That's the that's Dividing the X, line. Y, and Z sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the iconography with pop punk is strong enough for a magic eye marketing tie-in. 
You know, I, I actually literally forgot what we were talking about because I'm so fascinated by the idea of the Mike's family all being separated by seven yeah, years. Yeah, what's the story there? From each other. Like, I've funny, heard yeah. of a seven-year itch, but that's like the opposite of that. Which is Your parents like, were just very cautious about like, oh, the first one's okay. Yeah. Let's go to yeah, the next let's one. Just get Hold se- on. Let's not get we'll excited. We'll get seven years into one before <laughs> yeah. we have another go at this. Well, there, there, was, a, there was another one as well before that. Yeah, uh, right. My sister was first and then uh, one year. This is an okay, Irish right. twin situation. And then, well, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> up with the Irish slurs, thank you, please. <laughs> well, one time I, I was, uh, we were at a family barbecue and I, I turned to my younger brother and I said, hey, man, think about it. Think about it. Like seven years, like obviously you're a mistake. <laughs> my, dad, my dad turned around and said, you think about it. <laughs> and I went, whoa, fuck. <laughs> every, every seven years, just make the same mistake. <laughs> well, I know I was a mistake uh, in my family because yeah. there's like nine kids. Mm-hmm. There's one or two years between each kid and then four years between me and my next sister. And mum told me that like they were done. She was like 42 when she had me and she was done. But they won a raffle or like a trip, you know, the, the local parish, they want a trip to Fiji, like a, oh, you know, yeah. a week in Fiji. <laughs> they got a bit like amorous in the hotel pool or something like that. So <laughs> I might be like 5% chlorine <laughs> in, my, in my DNA. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's heartening to know that you were an afterthought or not even like you were the result of a coconut daiquiri. <laughs> Too many coconut daiquiris. A parish raffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parish raffle gone right. But they were married. Yeah. You know, God, God would have celebrated that. Well, I'm sure. Maybe it was God's plan. And I think Fiji's a pretty Christian yeah. country as well. So, that's yeah. right. So it was good, proper Christian, Christian sex, sex in the pool. Yeah, in the pool. <laughs> that's probably a bit like controversial. I don't know that God would approve of pool sex. I don't think John the Baptist would have been. Oh, yeah, hey guys, come on. Do you mind? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm working I'm to here. <laughs> I'm baptizing <laughs> here. I'm trying to get some people into the kingdom of heaven, and yeah. you can't stop rutting in the spa. Go on, give us a break. Um. Uh, Mike, you weren't here when we were having the conversation about um, the fact that both of us approved this artwork and both of us from where you're sitting, looking directly at it, think it is absolutely fine and it reads perfectly. But from about this distance on that screen, it pops out and Charlie's like, does that just look like it says very one relaxed? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and this yeah. from here it, does. it really does <laughs> like we're having a bit of a crisis yeah. meeting it's like yeah. did we approve this artwork too soon like yeah. it definitely from where you are it's everyone yeah. relax right well I, I gotta say I also had that thought when, when we first got the artwork as well oh okay all right, very one. But from here, from here, it's good. Maybe just a yes. slight, slight angle. Foz can, Foz can possibly yes, fix that. It yeah. might just need a tweak because it reads on, <laughs> like on first sight. I can't see anything else but very one. But that's now. the problem, right? Yeah. Once you on see first it, once you see it, it's absolute. It reads fine because the effect like carries it. But I think it needs a tiny little tweak because, like, from here. <laughs> If you're not looking straight on, as soon as you're like, you go like, oh, yeah. Like, I know what we're going for, but all I'm seeing is very one relaxed now. This, this is a Patreon episode. So yeah. does Foz get this? He doesn't, does he? No. Okay. So we can talk a bit more freely. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to tell him, like, but I, here's what I would do. And, you know, if you are listening to this uh, on Patreon, I encourage you to go watch the video because this will make much more sense. But I think we just need to separate where the start, where the E and the V connect, just yeah. separate that and then connect the gap between the, does that make sense? Isn't Yeah. And uh, yeah. And connect the, 
the gap on the left. Do you know what I mean? So it looks more like a... Yeah, the bo- it's an angle thing for me. I think that would help. And I, I think at the angle, the bottom E I know, line I think needs to, to s- be a little, little straighter. Well, uh, there's separation between every other letter apart from this, the first E. And I think if we okay. separated that, don't you reckon it would make more sense? Well, I just think um, it needs a little tweak. But it's pretty yeah. great. Mike, that's your job. <laughs> yeah. can, can, can I just say, can I just say, uh, you know, like to get this artwork in, in within this time period was about 20 emails to our marketing team. And I had this plan of like, oh, we're going to blow them away with like a million dollar studio with this function. And you guys were like, literally like, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, where we were, no, you weren't here. No, you weren't we here. Went, we had a we, very long conversation. Yeah, okay. How amazing oh, right. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very okay, long cool. conversation. No, it we, looks amazing. Yeah, you set it up and then you walked off. Like we it's just, like giving someone a present and they're not waiting <laughs> yeah. to see us unwrap it. You thought we would immediately talk about it rather than spend 30 minutes, like, <laughs> you know, just like. Okay, all right. Yeah. I look forward to listening. Building a picture. Like, uh, you know, okay, thank you. We were celebrating being here. You yeah, We also kind of, we are now so used to. Uh, when we get together, any impulses we have, we normally sit on until the mics are on and then we save it for the podcast. Mm. So we mm. probably had a million thoughts going through our heads about how great this yeah. all is, but we yeah. save it for the podcast. Is that right? Will? Yes. No, it's my fault. <laughs> yes, it's your fault. <laughs> I mean, well, you did walk off. Like um, we turned to talk to you yeah. and you weren't there. But we were, uh, sorry. We were, saying, we were saying super nicely. Mm. When you hear, when you edit this right, and don't I, send it I, to I, Foz. Look forward to listening back. Yeah, you'll hear all yeah. the nice things we said about it. Exactly. We've talked about Will's going to move in here. This That's is fantastic. Very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. We're we, gonna, we sound amazing. Yeah, we were basically saying that we're yeah. never going to record with the old system again. Yeah. Oh, we're really? Ready to okay. hear it. Yeah. Oh, yes. amazing. But now, I'm, <laughs> I'm going back on that. <laughs> you then, accused us of being ungrateful. And then ungrateful. Charlie ruined it all by saying, does that say very one relaxed? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll hear us have a joyous conversation for 25 minutes until that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. But here we are. I think it's just the yeah, it's just the perspective. It I, is honestly, I think it's like we're at the perfect. Like it wasn't. None of us tested it when we looked at it because it reads on. First no one read like that when they no it. one turned to the side and then looked at it out of the corner of their eye, which is what we both literally did for twenty five minutes. Mm. So I think it's just a it's an optical illusion, which is great because Mike, Mike, we've got, a, we've got a new plan. <laughs> To put out some Tofop uh, Magic Eye books. Yeah. Oh, do you remember nice. Magic Eyes? Did I you do remember Magic that. Eyes? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do yes. you have a yeah. fondness for, like, is there any nostalgia for Magic Eyes Well, in firstly, your life? were you good at it? Because yeah. I know there's some people who just can't see Magic Eye, just no good at it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not very good at it. Uh, but I did, is this why you asked the pop culture, the Mad Magazine reference? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did buy a Mad Magazine. Um, to, uh, but, what? Uh, well, see, Mad Magazine. That's a good one. Right. Yeah. Fold-ins. Yeah. Oh, mm. Tofop fold-ins. Tofop fold-ins. Uh, um, Foz can never hear this episode. Be <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> wasn't that really, the idea? Be... <laughs> no, no. Well, the idea Magic was... Eye was the one Take... that, you know, you look at the picture and yeah. there's three days. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, the yeah. idea was... Whereas Mad Magazine was a fold-in that was where a fold-in. Like one picture oh, okay, became yeah. another yes. picture. It's like, okay. you know, gotcha. um, it's a bunch of people smoking cigarettes and then you fold it in and it's a tombstone or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one thing about Mad yeah. Magazine is like, hey, yeah. all bets are off, man. We're fucking crazy. But they yeah. hated smoking. They like they were very early, <laughs> they were early adopters about how much they hated smoking. It was just the one True. thing that William Gaines, the editor mm. of Mad Magazine, clearly st- put his foot down was, was you know, smoking. I think it was also like it was kind of directed at kids and it was almost like that thing of like, this is our, we're going to introduce 
like some bananas ideas to your children, but in return, we're going to tell them that smoking is not cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did like some, like, I remember yeah. there was one I had where they were basically calling like Cher, Cher, the singer, yeah. singer, actress Cher, like, like just like calling her like a, like a whore. <laughs> like that was just oh. like the most like, you know, base kind of like. Uh, uh, what is it? Not article, but it was just like, she dresses like a slut and she's this. And it's like, you know, 10 year olds are reading this. <laughs> I like, mean, I don't know. It's great. But kids don't smoke. Well, is there a chance that we should just adopt a cause? Like, should we, for the, like, what do you like mean? for our podcast? Oh yeah. Like would, yeah. Oh, as in like, so don't. Constantly don't just yeah. say like, don't vape. Don't social media. Yeah. We're going to oh, yeah, campaign yeah. for social media yeah. regulation. Yeah. Kids shouldn't be allowed to access social media until they're 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's our way of... Hard to promote like... our show. <laughs> Anti-social media. <laughs> but we could do that, couldn't we? Like, we don't have to promote the show. We're, and we're not saying so. no one can use social media. We're no. just saying... It's social media is bad for kids, for developmentally, yeah. for self-esteem. So we're campaigning to uh, uh, for the government to regulate yeah. the use of social media. You must be 18 to get a social media account. I think that's the thing we could get behind. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could get behind it, but how, how successful do you think we would be if we just started a campaign to like not let people access social media until they're a, 18 years old? I think, there I would, think there would be a lot of people who would be in favor of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe 18 is too high. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I just think about high school. If like, you that said is the to parents time. that you were going to make it, like it needs to be a one-term like government who's going <laughs> to approve just it, gonna right? Just going to fucking do some shit, just but, wreck some shit. Right. Yeah. Who, who wants to do the right thing. Like yeah. they're, they're not there for a long time. They're there for a good time because yeah. basically- The Greens, basically. Let's just get yeah. the Greens. The <laughs> like Greens, through some miracle- yeah. That's a huge bus crash. <laughs> And every other political party <laughs> dies. It's a King Rouse situation, yeah. right? The Greens somehow get it. Yeah. So, yes, Adam Bant King Ralph's it. And yeah. suddenly he's in charge <laughs> of the entire country. And he's like, I'm just going to get some stuff done. And one of the things is we're just going to, like, outlaw. Because you can't outlaw social media up to 16 because you'll lose that generation of, like, you know, yeah, they'd be so worried about, what, like, you know, when you they're going to turn 18 and they're going to pay you back for not being able to be on social media, right? Mm. But I think that a lot of their parents would absolutely yeah, you get, get behind it. I, and so I think in a general sense, I think there'd be more people behind a campaign mm. if you're not looking at the long term of those young people becoming future voters – I actually think you could get more people behind the idea in the initial push that kids don't need to be on social media until 16 years old. I think you could yeah. actually get a majority of Australians well, with this in a majority current, of states. But yeah, well, you know, you would, you're right. Because right? like, if you look at the referendum and the way sort of like boomers tend to dominate, you know, kind yeah. of social policy and stuff. They, they don't care because they get to keep their misinformation on right. Facebook as long as that they can keep their shit. They would love to take something away. But from none the of them people. think that it's a great thing that their grandkids are no, on they all hate it. social media. Yeah. Right? Yeah, They're on their phones all the time. Why don't you do come, something? Yeah. And none of the kids are voting. Now, do we not align ourselves with those people though? Can we find some cooler? No, but I'm saying I think that like millennials, Gen Zs, they oh, would yeah, all, all the also say, "Hey, man, we just listen to vinyl. We yeah, don't, we don't listen to." MP3 but but also, I don't think any of them think it was great for them that. And the other thing we all know about being older 
is that you don't care that younger people don't get what you got. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, think about like, so smoking seatbelts, yeah. any of those like, you know, big right. sort of changes. Because that's what we're aligning it with. Yeah. We're it's not coming health. at this for any other reason than this is at the public health issue of our generation. We've accidentally let these children be their brains. But like, we're not saying that social media isn't a thing that you can responsibly enjoy as an adult. You make your own decisions. But these are children. Mm. And in the same way as we have laws around alcohol and driving and tobacco when it comes to children and we let adults make up their mind a little bit more, We all we're asking is that we take social media, which is something that deals directly with their brains, that we've seen have, mm. if we talk about lives lost on the road toll, we also have to talk about lives that are being lost through social. Like you could pitch it genuinely as every generation has yeah. a health crisis, something that we let come into our lives and then realize wasn't good for us. All we're saying is that there should be time for their brains to develop a little before they're thrown into this world. What's yeah. your argument against that, really? Well, I don't think there's an <sighs> argument against the philosophy of the idea. I think let's it run is, it. I think it's, let's get a referendum well, I together. Just, oh, yeah, let's, I think Australia's had enough of <laughs> no, 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 this will get a, a win on the board. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. After like, was it 13 and only like three yeah, getting across right. the line? Like, Who got one across the line? Will and Charlie you from Tofop. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What are they getting across? I think the issue would be mm. people go, well, how do you possibly enforce this? There's VPNs. By law. Yeah, I know, but there's workarounds like, you know, it, it, we, we say in Australia, that's our regulation. A kid mm. gets a VPN yeah. and then I can access it from any other country in the world. So it's just, it's like, um, putting a warning at the start of a video. Tag. Yeah. But if Do we make it, it, no one fucking, if we make it illegal, then I'm going to arrest some 13 year olds. Yeah. Firstly, that's, gonna, yeah that's right. <laughs> we have a crack team. Yeah. We, we, then we get to, we get a special unit within the police force, <laughs> which is the TikTok unit. Yeah. <laughs> And when they arrest you, they do one of those dances. Yes, <laughs> like, that's right. And then post it yeah. and you can't see it because you're young. <laughs> um, I think that you would be giving parents permission, right? Yeah. At the moment, it's only them saying you can't be on. And they're like, well, Cheryl's dad lets her be on, right? I think sometimes those laws are around, you're not going to throw a kid in jail for having a drink when they're 15 years old. It's to, that law is there to help the parents, you know. Maintain some control. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. And I think it would be the same with this. I think, if, like, parents would get on board. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm and the more if, if all it's... their friends aren't there. Yeah. Like, you know, because what you all you just need in the end is the majority, right? Yeah. Yes, there might still some, be some people who find their way around it, of course. But mm. all you, we're just talking about a majority thing here. There's still underage drinkers. There's still underage smokers. They still all exist. We're just talking about a... I, you know what I can just sort of foresee happening? Because yeah. it makes sense. You're off social media, so you're a natural advocate. I'm a father. You mm. know, it won't be long before I own is asking to get like a mobile yeah. phone and, and, and social media account. So that makes sense. Yeah. If I become like a hardcore anti-social media, you just mm. fucking know that I own is going to like somehow. Yep. She'll be photographed Influencer. somewhere. <laughs> or it'll be like that classic thing of like, you know, you rebel against mm. your father. So the yep. harder that I go against it, I know that. And then like, you know, the Daily Telegraph will run some picture you know, of her, uh, like a train station or something, checking her TikTok yeah, account. Like one of the Obama's daughters having a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. So I just feel like uh, there's got to be a way to circumnavigate that or mm. outsmart it. I guess if you made Iona, if I, 
if I conditioned her like some fundamentalist Christian does mm -hmm. with their daughter mm -hmm. about, hey, mm -hmm. you know, chastity and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like if I start now mm -hmm. drilling into her that social media is evil, I'd have to get off it myself. Gemma mm -hmm. would have to get off it. And we would have to be like militant mm -hmm. about any of her friends coming over like they're the devil, you know, all that kind of fire and brimstone type shit. I think that's the only way to do it. I mean, I think that otherwise, what's the alternative? I'm more like... Uh, maybe you go the opposite, right? Like if like, you're saying that idea that if <laughs> I was going to say Ravy Davy Gravy, for some yeah, reason, that's that, well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You go get on TikTok under the name Ravy Davy Gravy, <laughs> and you start making <laughs> videos and stuff, and you embarrass her oh, out into the world, right, right? Of course, like you yeah, know, you're you, like the hippie parents yeah. who the kids like. I'm going to yeah. be full conservative. Yeah, exactly. I don't want, you're walking around nude in the house. You've got to go full influencer. Yeah, that embarrassing. Yeah. Totally embarrassing. I mean, Making I'm, all yeah. home content under yeah. the well, name I kinda do. Ravy, Ravy <laughs> Davy Gravy. Gravy. Hey, what's up, dudes? It's Ravy Davy Gravy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, leave your comment, leave your thoughts in the comments. What do you think about uh, this latest song from uh, Kid Leroy? I think it's pretty dope. <laughs> I only found out who Kid Leroy was. Like, uh, two weeks ago, the um, kid Leroy, the kid Leroy, yep. I, I interviewed, um, uh, uh, the director of the one, four documentary. Uh -huh. And so I watched it beforehand and I was watching it with Johnny Mackay. Yep. And, um, uh, have you seen it? The one, four documentary. Yeah. No. yeah. And so the kid Leroy, obviously he's been very influential on them and they're, they're good mates. And I was like, who's this kid? <laughs> like, who's this kid? <laughs> and Johnny Mackay's like, you don't know who the kid Leroy is. He's just like the biggest Australian pop star in the world. Yeah. And I was like, I now I've just had that moment where I've completely missed like a section of pop culture. Like, you know, who he is cause you're more into music than me, but like, I, I was, feel illiterate cause and then I've started listening to him like, oh, this kid's really good. But like, how did I miss this? So he, uh, so I was aware of him because he was around the Australian hip hop scene a bit early on when like literally when he was a real kid mm. and, uh, so it sort of followed, and I, like I think he's um, part part indigenous. Yeah, that's where the Leroy comes from. Yeah, and it's a yeah, that's right. He's the name is based on um, a tribute. His grandparent, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I'd read a whole just bunch of stuff all about that way back in the day, and then just soon after that, he went to America and he like collaborated with Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber. And he wants just, to be, the quote I read is he wants to do for Australia what Drake did for Canada. Well, he's got a very Drake vibe. Yeah. Like his music is when you talk about Australian hip hop, it wasn't in that traditional, like went to the shops, bought a sausage roll style, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That classic <laughs> hip hop song, I went to the shop and bought a sausage roll. No, but you know. Then what you Pumped know out what, a few reps till my muscles got swole. Yeah. That, like, I mean, that skip hoppy kind yeah, yeah, of, yeah. like, vibe, it was very... Let's be honest, you're talking about the herd. <laughs> you're talking about a $3 bag of fresh hip-hop. Oh, no, I'm just, like, in a general stylistic way, there was... It got very... When you said, what's Australian hip-hop, you, regardless of... Because there was heaps of people well, who didn't sound like hoods, that. That's right. Brought a really yeah. distinct Australian sound. Then it felt like everyone had yeah. the freedom to do that. And now, if, yeah, now there's a new sound coming out. Yeah. And his sound is much more R&B, like, you know, rather than that sort of like, mm. you know, traditional Australian hip hop. But, I mean, I've heard the Kid Leroy yeah. songs and I just didn't yeah. realize it. That's of course, it was. you could not help but hear. Yeah. The one he did with the Miley Cyrus was like. And the Bieber one. Yeah. They were everywhere. Yeah. Like, and he's a huge 
like celebrity. Host is all like the way pop here. star, it's you know, like celebrity. Yeah. yeah, like touring, massive act, like did a whole bunch of mixtapes. Like, so only really actually just put out his first album, but he's actually got a lot of music out there already because he did that old school mixtape thing. But yeah, then became a bit of a like pop star, you know, mm. like, I mean, really, you know, a proper pop star. He's like the face of some, like a new, like, KFC or McDonald's burger or something. What? The, like there's some new, the McCrispy. Really? The <laughs> okay, Mc, sure. Like it's a big ad, you yeah. know, like one of those big expensive. Yeah. Like. Not like a menu log one. Not like no, a it's dog. like a, like, hey, the kid Leroy, there's a new, like, you know, burger that's all about you at McDonald's or what. Like he's like yeah, literally right. so the face of this. So hang on. Have they created a burger for him or he's given, lent his name to an existing burger? Mike. Are you listening? No, he's not. No, Mike. He's not. Mike's Mike. doing something else. Mike. 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 Hello, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good to be in the studio and have the full support of our producer. Sorry, my Mike tax is due. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm on a bit of a deadline over here. Sorry. Literally uh, doing his tax. This well, we, is, we won't take much of your time. <laughs> Normally when we're not, not here, we don't we, – Mike – just turns off his screen and yeah, you know, we don't know that he's doing his tax. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I wanted to know, could you please um, find out, the Kid Leroy is the face of some new burger. It's I think it's a McDonald's burger, like the McCrispy or something like that. Yeah, McCrispy uh, Maccas. Yeah. and yeah. like. Wow. It's a. Have you seen the ad? I, I have seen the ad. ads. It's like drones and him on yeah. the top of a building or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Charlie had never heard of him, so yeah. Until I watched the one four documentary, yeah. I'm like, who's this? Who's this literal yeah. the kid at Leroy? Yeah. It's like, oh, the biggest star in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, he's uh, I think he's only eighteen or something. What? Yeah, he, oh, well, yeah. he's like, yeah. yeah, he's still really young. So how old was he when he started? He must like, have been like he was tri- triple J unearthed finalist in 2018. Um, back then so he was 13 or 14. Wow, yeah. wow. Fuck! Imagine having that much talent at 13. And then being a star by yeah. 18. Well, we're fine for Daniel John, so I'm sure. Mm, Good yeah. luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, from what I read, because I, I went in a deep, well, not a deep dive, I, uh, let's say a shallow dive. I went in the kid's pool. Mm. Um, the kid's pool. <laughs> the kid Leroy's pool. Yeah. Um, so his he's, uh, mum lives with him. He flew her out to LA. They live in LA. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if she's his mummager, but I think there is, like, he's quite has got like a fairly mm. tight unit around him and he seems pretty switched on every interview I've seen with him. He doesn't, he doesn't have that, you know, sometimes teen stars like Bieber or whatever can have a real attitude. Like, did you ever see or hear about Justin Bieber? You can go back to your taxi. Sorry, you're mate. Low, mate. Sorry. Yeah. We just, that was all we did. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's there all worried. If you start seeing our arms <laughs> yeah. waving like puppets, you know that we need your attention. Um, uh, Justin Bieber's dad. So when Bieber mm. blew up, and he started like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, flying, you know, private jets and stuff. Yeah. And he would have his little entourage of his mates, as no. you would do as a 16, 17 year old. And then he would, there would be his dad <laughs> amongst his mates. Did you know that? No. So he had this dad who was like widely regarded, like, I don't know if he's a deadbeat dad, but mm. he wasn't around. Like Bieber was pretty much raised by his mum. Yeah. Kept in contact with his dad. But his dad really came into the picture mm. when his son became Famous. the biggest pop Dad's star like, in the you world. Know what? And so, like, because I remember there was yeah. a Netflix documentary or something, and it's like Bieber, you know, partying on a jet, and like the camera's panning around, it's all like kids his age. And then there's this 40 year old guy in his Von Dutch t shirt up the back, you know, smoking blunts and whatever. And it's like, 
who is that guy? It's like, oh, that's his dad. It's like, oh, bad news. Like if you're bringing your dad to the party, like it's not Will Ferrell, I hey, mean, come DJ a uh, frat for a bit. I mean, it does feel like his party dad though. Like as in like, you know. Oh, dad's there to keep an eye on things. No, oh. I mean as in he might just be fun to party with dad. You know, like as in. Did you ever have a mate I'm not whose saying dad he was would fun be to a party good, with? Oh, well, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I feel like your propensity to be a good dad is in relationship to your propensity to be a good partier, right? So the same qualities that might have made Bieber's dad a good part, like a partier, yeah. wouldn't have made him a good dad. That's probably, right. You can't right? tick like, both columns. No. So I just think he's lent fully into, I can't be a good dad, so I'm going to be a good partier. I think, they, I think you're right. Yeah. I think that makes sense because I think I'm a good dad and I'm an okay partier. Like yeah. I was never a party animal. I, loved, no. I I would love to party and I would hang out, but I also, I wouldn't go like two or three days like some of my mates. No. Like I would switch off and, and, you know, I had a very kind of early kind of kill switch. So I think you're right because you just can't. You've either got to be all or nothing. I reckon you could be a party. You can have one part of your life where you're, you're a partier and then you completely mm. change tact and become yep. a good dad. But I don't think it's possible to maintain the two. In fact, I'm thinking very specifically of a friend of mine <laughs> yeah. who's... Oh, anyway, no, no, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> there is, it may or may not be a person no. I know who I'm like, yeah. dude, are you seriously like... Aren't you having a baby soon? What's going on? Anyway, <laughs> you're right. You can't, but you can't be. You can't be a party. You can't be a party dad. Although, because well, David he's, Bowie. Yeah, but he, uh, do you reckon Doug Jones? Like David Bowie? Do you th- well, here's what I mean though. Like, is that if your dad's Keith Richards? Yeah, but but Keith Richards is off playing with the Rolling Stones and stuff. He's not that's actually his job, right? Right. He's not just hanging out in his yeah. sons. So it's so, so to use the Will Ferrell thing, right? Will Ferrell comes down to his son's, like, you know, frat house, DJs, cool dad, cool dad. right? But Will Ferrell is doing that how often? Not like n- never. Right, once, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. If you were, it's not like he's going to be there Tuesday night again and Saturday night, but you know who's going to be there all week? Bieber's, Bieber's dad. dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. Trying to pick up ready to party. some of the frat girls. Who oh. needs to party? Bieber's dad's ready to party. Is there anything that is more embarrassing than needing your son mm. to meet chicks? I mean, <laughs> like, it's right up I there, mean, probably. It's got to be one of the most embarrassing things. Like, and also, I'm sure, uh. like, there would have been some girl who's like, oh, yeah, what's Bieber's dad? Like, you know, this is probably the closest I'm going to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, that's, like, when you are breathing your last breath and mm. your life flashes before yeah. your eyes, are you really going to replay the moment your, your son had to set you up? Your estranged son had to set you up <laughs> with, on a date or something? Like, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, I think if it's different circumstances, if you, uh, like, you know, just say, uh, oh, well, use my, just say Jenna dies. Oh, <laughs> I'm God, older. Just say, like, Iona's, like, fully grown and I'm an old man and she's worried about me being lonely and stuff yeah. and she sets me up on a date. That's uh, one thing. Yeah. But, you know, Iona being 18 <laughs> and, mm. and me being like separated from my wife and then coming to party with her and then her setting me up with like another young, yeah. that's weird. No. Don't do that. No, no. Here's a little no. tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have that. Don't have your children set you up on dates. Yeah. Flash forward. Until you flash are forward, a lonely. Flash Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in the party. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> funny. <laughs> oh my God. There's no way. Like I, uh, I did the math. I think I will be 60 when she graduates yeah. high school. 
Yeah, but like 60 is not what 60 used to be, right? Like If I get on the Royals. 80s, like you went and saw Paul McCartney. 80 is the new 60. Yeah, you know what? That heat, yeah. So by the time you're 60, 60 is probably like the same age you are now. You'll 40s. probably be the same age you are now when you're 60. Well, that is true. I mean, well, not the same age, but like, I guess they do say life expectancy is getting yeah. like further. I bet that scares me because I don't want to live to be 130 or whatever. Like I'm, I'm fine with the current expiry date, like oh, mid to late eighties. No, not even that early eighties. It'll yeah. be fine. I think how many years does that give me? 34 years. That sounds like a long time. <laughs> no, no. I, I think, I think sort of. Mid eighties, early to mid eighties always feels about right. But then my dad is eighty now, and I'd hate to think that, like you know, I'd like you know, he feels like he has a lot more life so, yeah, in yeah. him, you know. Well, one thing I'd say is like when when parents or grandparents get ill and die, like it, it does tend to happen quick. Like the switch from mm. yeah, the sprightly and active to then when the body's like ah, it all does happen quite quick. So I think. That would be a blessing. No matter when it happens, just accelerate. Mm. Like the minute I break my hip, yeah. when the when the first put, put fall, me down, yeah, exactly. when the first I fall, want to be treated over the age of eighty five. <laughs> I want to be treated by the same rules that they treat horses at a race course. My, I don't, I don't, <laughs> they break a bone. <laughs> they bring out a curtain and a gun. I had a mate growing up who had this hypochondriac mother who a grandmother yeah. who had some health issues, and he said there was at least half a dozen instances where they would visit her in hospital and she would ask to be left alone with the grandchildren mm. where she would bring them in and, and say goodbye to them. And he said, by the third or fourth time, they're like, grandmother, you are not dying. It's fine. Like just, just, just keep your powder dry for when it actually happens. Yeah. Stop freaking bring out. Bring the, the children kids. closer. Yeah. Closer. I have something to tell you. I don't want to go anymore and say, grandma. <laughs> don't put your money in the bank. <laughs> Bury it in the backyard. <laughs> Um, oh, all right. I think, uh, why don't we do a couple of, let's go old school Patreon. We'll do a couple yeah. of Patreon right. messages and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, okay. I have no idea when this episode's coming out or anything like that. So I, I don't know, but it uh, all sounds so good. People will sound be amazing. so. Um, so, you know, if you are, uh, uh, I was going to, I was going to do like a sales pitch to people on Patreon, but people listening to this on yeah. Patreon. So I don't you are Patreon. You are Patreon. You are. We might do some more we've done our live shows now uh, we're recording this the day after our Sydney live show which yep. was also awesome uh, super fun with uh, Adam Spencer and Gareth Reynolds and uh, we had a very good time at Sydney Comedy Store so uh, you know we'll, hopefully we'll get to do some more live shows I enjoyed ah, doing that I love that well I mean we've, we'll, we will have talked about it more on our 500th episode probably <laughs> yes. yeah but that's okay um, uh, this is from Tracy uh, Charlie I love hearing about the minutia of your week. Will, I hope this show does not just stop like some of the others you have listened to. I guess that's a reference to an earlier conversation we had about some of your podcasts just stopped. Yeah, probably. I listened to that Richard Simmons podcast the other day and your mates, the Sklar brothers feature. Oh, yeah. quite, have you listened to it? Never listened to yeah, it. Yeah, no. they feature quite prominently because they were good mates with Richard Simmons, apparently. Is he did that. Right? Yeah, he, and they, they're, it's really funny. Like, because. Um, yeah, I mean, you know the story about the Richard Simmons thing. He just disappeared from public yes. life. So the last few things he did was with the Sklar brothers. Is that right? And um, they're really funny clips. And he's like, you know, he's just that, this sort of, uh, uh, this just ball of energy. But they would get 
because the the way they sort of shape this documentary is like, was there something darker going on? You know, he was such a ball of positivity, but what was the real Richard Simmons? And there are these little flashes of kind of him revealing stuff to them in these interviews, which is really interesting. So uh, that's a podcast you can go listen to, The Sklar Brothers. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I mean, again, Google the Sky Brothers. Yeah. Very funny guys. Yeah. And sports, they have a sports podcast as well? Or, they, or, yeah, or is every show about have, sport? Well, they're like us, the Sklars. They have a whole bunch of different uh, projects. Dumb people but town. But they're brothers. <laughs> they are brothers. Yeah. Jason and Randy Sklar. We're just podcast brothers. Uh, she finishes off by saying, yes, don't worry, you guys are not blokey at all. Because remember, I was like, oh, oh yeah, we, we were asking about Do we the come blokiness. across blokey? No. I wouldn't have thought that was a real concern. Anyway, uh, this is from Ben. Hey, Will and Charlie, thank you for the content weekly. Regardless of where I am or what I'm doing, the few hours you guys provide most weeks is excellent. I was listening to an old fofop yesterday and my wife wanted to know who Gareth Reynolds was. I remembered Baby Sniper, Fofop 222, being particularly funny. Listening to it again, there were some funny observations that I would love to share. Number one, Will was so happy that Fofop had finally got its own feed. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you guys have just streamlined everything again, the enthusiasm from Will was quite funny. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, observation two. Will and Charlie invented OnlyFans this day. You called it Pontreon, um, but you know, tomato, tomato. There was also some very funny observations about Trump in the lead up to his nomination. Cheerio, guys. Ben. Thanks, Ben. That is very funny and probably a great place to finish on. Yes. yes. Uh, Will was so excited about Fofop having its own stream. <laughs> And how things have changed. Uh, that is Fofop. Um, I don't know where we are. The when uh, Fofop, that's Tofop. <laughs> there isn't even a Fofop anymore. No, there this doesn't is exist. Tofop. This is the Patreon bonus episodes. I hope yeah. you're enjoying these fuller episodes that we're now doing. With better sound. With much better sound. This is what we're going to do from now on. Um, so there'll be another episode soon, I guess. The Christmas is coming up. Maybe this is happening after Christmas, before Christmas. Who knows? Time isn't linear. We just perceive it that way. Well, I mean, what we assume, seeing that we have the R artwork in this studio this is going up after the announcement that yes. everything's going to be on the same feed because mm. otherwise that artwork in the background <laughs> is been a very confusing. confusing thing so i think what we Just can reiterate. say to the patreon people is that like yes every all the all of our projects all will and charlie related uh, shows are all now in the one feed yeah which was formerly the philosophy feed yeah so if you were subscribed to tofop or whatever yeah. just switch over to philosophy and you'll get all the Will yeah. and Charlie content you so want. So it's everyone relax. If you're already subscribed to Philosophy, you don't have to do anything. Easy no, peasy. that's right. We've just changed over the name of it, but it is all still there, all in the one place. And if you're there, just maybe sample something that you haven't tried before and we think you will like it and we think it oh, yeah, makes sense. yeah, because Two Guys, One Cup is coming back into the feed in case you hadn't heard the news. Yeah, and the truth of it is that there's a whole bunch of other little shows in there Projects. that you might not be aware of. Like I, I do some cricket stuff occasionally. Charlie's been doing a whole bunch of different shows in the feed. Yep, The Unexplained Explained with uh, uh, Ben... Uh, <laughs> I've got no. to Ben McCoy. Ben yeah. McClay. Yes. My mate, Ben McCloy. <laughs> well, Ben and I have never yeah. actually met. Like I just always liked him from the stuff of his, uh, that yes. I read on Pedestrian and on Twitter. So I reached out to him, but I was, I realized the other day, it's like, this is weird. We have this relationship where we've never actually met. We do a show together. We talk all the time, but I've never been in a room with him. So he might, like, I might see him in person for the first time mm -hmm. and be like, oh, wow. Like you're much taller, or you're much shorter, or, you, or maybe you don't exist. Maybe it's a Tyler Durden situation. Oh Imagine God, that. Right. I've been doing it on my own, <laughs> just talking to a mirror and doing both voices. Uh, so all those things are going to be in the one place. Yep. That's that's the 
the, the shorthand version of this. And so if you are in any of the previous places, the back catalog is still going to be around, but, uh, On the website basically, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. But everything going forward, everyone relax all in the one place, all in the one feed. Um, just make it easier for everybody to to listen to everything. Yeah, and don't search a very one relax. Search everyone relax. That's very I know, important. I know. We might need to buy very one relax <laughs> as, as well. well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. <laughs> <laughs>